friends! Welcome back to the Magic Seeker Society. I'm your host, Sarah. And I'm Christine. And episode three! We made it. We made it. We made it. We're tired. We are tired. (laughs) Um, Today's a rough one. Not because of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Just because we're humans and we're tired. And... It's just one of those days. Yeah. We definitely considered, both of us, without speaking to the other, considered, like, do we really want to do this today? I was like, I'm (laughs) so close to texting Christine and just being like, you know what, girl? No. Next week. (laughs) But I'm glad I didn't because we are here. Mm -hmm. We are showing up. Yep. And it's great. It's going to be great. And... We got this. We got this. Yeah. What we were saying before is, like... Uh, sometimes you don't want to do this. Sometimes you don't. What I mean is like you don't want to have the vulnerable conversation. Yes. Because they are hard and sometimes they're difficult and maybe sometimes you're just tired. Exactly. But usually, much like a workout, you feel better once, you're, once you've done it. So. Exactly. It's an emotional workout. Yep. Yeah. Exactly that. So we're here and we're happy you're here with us. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to episode <laughs> three. Um, and if you listen to episode two, thank you so much. Um, and thank you for the love and support that you've given me, um, after I came out and it's really appreciated and I love you guys very much Mm -hmm. and I'm very grateful. So thank you. You were super open and honest in that episode. I think a lot of people responded really well to that. Thanks. I really tried. I love it. I probably didn't say like everything that I wanted to say, but baby steps yeah you know there's still time you'll get there yeah you do maybe we'll share it here maybe we'll it'll be a conversation just for us but yeah yeah i love that you even want to get there thanks that's great um so as for episode two i definitely have a little takeaway from that as well from my perspective Mm -hmm. um when i listened back to the episode which is when it became live when everybody else heard it too i feel like i heard myself speak And there were some things that I didn't realize in the moment I wasn't really being clear on. And there were certain things that I said in a way that after I heard the episode back, I was like, oh, I don't like how I worded that. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that maybe if I felt that, maybe other people did too. And because of that, I just want to say I'm sorry to anyone who might have heard the episode and had any issue with anything that I might have said or how I worded anything Mm -hmm. Um, because I keep thinking if we're going to hold other people accountable we should definitely be holding ourselves accountable as well yeah so yeah I just wanted to say I'm sorry in case anybody felt anything when they heard anything I had to say Um, and I'll move forward trying to do better it's all a learning process exactly also we're doing this like super in the moment yeah and you know nothing scripted exactly (laughs) like this is real this is just a conversation we would be having and it's sometimes it's going to be imperfect and that's okay thanks for saying that yeah i love it yeah all right let's start with our question okay how's your heart feeling um my heart is feeling good but my body and soul Mm. are feeling tired Mm. i'm gonna be honest i didn't do much today (laughs) i did one load of laundry (laughs) i didn't even look at work stuff um and you know what that's okay it is hey you did a load of laundry olive is chiming in right now with her toy i think that a load of laundry you could have stayed in bed all day i could have I did not. Exactly. You still did a load of laundry. <laughs> that is impressive, and I am proud of you. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm about to run out of underwear. I have no choice. I've been there where I'm like, oh, underwear? Totally overrated. I've got a few more days. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just like really, just like bleh. I can't mm. really wait. Didn't the New York Times like write an article about like this a new word where you just feel like bleh? Oh God, I wonder. I don't know. I didn't read that article. We're gonna have yeah. to look it up. We'll look it up. 
But yeah, it was definitely like a, a word. Yeah. That is used to describe the feeling of the. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen the face she just made when she said that word. And my hand gesture. Exactly. <laughs> It's a real feeling, though, so I'm glad they came up with a better word than blah, but yeah. I, I completely am with you. Yeah. That's a very, very real feeling. Yeah. Um, How's your heart feeling? Same. Absolute same. What the I, heck? I woke up this morning and was super determined to have an overly productive day. I, like, uh, went for a super long walk first thing this morning, and the weather was so beautiful. It, oh, my gosh. Oh, it's still so beautiful out. It's a gorgeous day. And I was, like, listening to my homegirl, Brene Brown, and her <laughs> podcast. I'm obsessed <laughs> with her. Um, so, like, as I'm on my walk, I'm like, oh, it is such a good day. Life is amazing. <laughs> this is wonderful. And I'm, like, learning as I'm listening. And I go, and I do this beautiful long walk, and then I come home, and then it just, like, hit me this wave of bleh of yeah like i'm like am i sad am i not i'm like what is going on i didn't Mm want to move i didn't want to do anything very similarly i got very little done compared to what i thought i was going to do today and um yeah so i i i feel you on that and i it's very easy to like feel guilty oh my gosh and especially it doesn't help when it's like the most perfect day yeah um Because when it's, like, rainy and gloomy, you're like, you know what? (laughs) The universe doesn't want me to do anything today. Exactly. If it did, it it would be a beautiful day. (laughs) It was literally beautiful. Not a cloud in the sky. Mm -hmm. Still right now. It's, like, 75 degrees. Yeah. So it just, like, kind of felt like a waste to just, like, be in a shitty mood today. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's so hard to, like, beat yourself up in that moment. But I know. I know we always joke because I have a tendency to be like, oh, clearly your body needed it. And I say <laughs> the, it so much. The amount of times that you say that to me, I'm like, <laughs> you know what? My body needed it. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I, it's very easy to, like, feel guilty in those moments for taking the day to rest. Um, yeah. Or just, you know having a moment where you're like okay i guess i'm not going to be as productive as i thought i was going to be today right but sometimes your body just needs it yeah you know and we're lucky that we can do that yeah. right now so exactly there have definitely been times in our lives when we couldn't so i'm glad that we did for sure and it does feel kind of nice we're on the same page <laughs> we're always connected you know this it is if i have a scary. shitty day you have a shitty day it, yeah Always. I'm so sorry about that, but <laughs> we're just emotionally connected. Like we that. really are. It's I don't I can't honestly think of a single time where you're like super high and I'm super low, or vice versa. Like, I'm like, oh no, we're both feeling it. <laughs> Maybe it's like sympathy pains, you know, and like oh my someone god, feels totally like sympathy is. pains for their spouse who's pregnant, and like yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm like, maybe that's us. <laughs> you're like, you're having a bad day. Oh, honey, me too. <laughs> uh, I'll have a bad day with you. Exactly. You're not alone. We can do that together yeah <laughs> oh yeah so our plan for today is to do some uh fishbowl questions yes i'm excited i'm very excited and in comes olive with another toy <laughs> her loudest freaking toy <laughs> okay <laughs> let's do this let's uh shake it up shake it up shake it up shake it all right and again like we said the last time if it's, if it's from a game i'll totally give credit Although I did yes. not look up how to say that game. Damn. Oh, damn. Next time. Yep. I promise. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one's from We're Not Really Strangers. I know how to say that one. Okay. <laughs> Olive thinks it's a treat for her. She's like waiting like. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry. Did we take something out of that bowl for me? <laughs> okay. From We're Not Really Strangers, the question is, what do you think is the hardest part of what I do for a living? It's interesting since I'm currently unemployed. <laughs> Do you want to skip out on this one or? Um, no. How about I'll say what I think is the hardest part about what you do for a living. Maybe if you feel comfortable, you can say what you think might be the hardest part about being unemployed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll just be honest. Just okay. Put it all out there. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Let me read the question one more time for anybody. What do you think is the hardest part of what I do for a living? I'll start. Okay. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's a little like cheating because I've seen you at work. Uh, so for anyone who might not know there, while we were living in Austin, I worked for Sarah 
at Daisy Natives. Mm-hmm. And I got to see her every day. It's the best. Be a total boss ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it was so cool. Um, and to see her in that role was just absolutely amazing. Uh, when you started Daisy Natives, like it wasn't this, you know, full time job yet. Mm-hmm. And so I saw bits and pieces, but to really see you packing up these massive orders and doing all of these things, it was kind of um, freaking amazing. But the hardest part is I think kind of what you were saying uh, in our episode two weeks ago, which Mm -hmm. is how to reconcile who you are as a person, what you want your brand to look like, and what you think will sell. Mm -hmm. That has to be so insanely difficult. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, creating something that maybe doesn't sell the way you thought it was going to. Mm. Because now at this point... I mean, I was in Austin for two years with you. Like, I saw you create so many things, so many beautiful things that while we were getting everything ready, it was like, oh, this is going to be a hit. Like, people are going to (laughs) be as hyped about this shirt or item or whatever as we are. And then the potential for it not doing as well as we thought it was going to do, like... Mm -hmm. I was like, how? How How does nobody? (laughs) What? And it was it was so hard to like watch you go through that because, like you you pour so much of who you are into Daisy Natives. Also money. Also money. (laughs) (laughs) That's another thing. Like I did not realize, especially at the time, just how expensive keeping Daisy Natives running was for you. Oh my gosh! And that stress and seeing that stress all the time. But I think. From the outside looking in, the hardest part is absolutely like, um, you know, trying to give the people what they want, but trying to stay true to yourself. Yeah. And then the potential for rejection in a way when Mm -hmm. you create something that came from you and people are like, oh, that's cool. Yes. And then we're like, but it's it's so much more than cool. It's like really cool. (laughs) Yeah. I like pulled this out of my soul. Yeah. Yeah. I think you nailed it. Yeah. Because you'd have those days where you're like... I'm going to dedicate today to thinking about ideas and coming up with whatever our next line is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I would, yeah, you would spend so much time thinking of so many little details that mm-hmm. truthfully in the beginning, I'd be like, yeah, that's beautiful. And then you would like <laughs> tweak it and do all this work to it and then somehow come up with something even better. And I'm like, oh, it didn't even need to go that far. But yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> sure. If you're going to put all that work into it, why not? <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't even have anything to add to that because (laughs) (laughs) that's very true. I guess Olive and her toys today. Um, I guess I could add that having like an, like an online presence. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not huge, but. Substantial. I got a couple thousand followers, couple thousand followers on social media um so just like making sure you're speaking out on social justice issues Mm. and making sure you i mean it's all a learning process right yeah so I feel like six years in, I'm, like, hyper aware of, like, how mean people can be. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) For such a happy brand, there's a lot of negativity thrown your way. I saw that. And I was like, what is happening? It's not a lot. I would say once a month, I'll get, like, a snarky comment. And it just, like, ruins me. Yeah. I don't take... Uh, criticism very well if you couldn't tell um but yeah i i would add that to to it too yeah but yeah you really nailed it (laughs) yeah yeah i think uh ultimately those years that we were in austin working together was fun just because it was so fun just being with Mm -hmm. you every single day again Mm -hmm. um but it was a huge learning experience to see what you were experiencing you know so much of daisy natives went big after you moved away yeah 
And uh, we would talk on the phone and you would tell me about these orders or you would just tell me about your day-to-day life. But until I really saw it in person, I was like, oh my, I remember, I was like, oh my God, you've been doing this by yourself this whole time. (laughs) Holy shit. And then I started like calling people and being like, mom, did you know she's doing all of this? Liz, did you know she's been like, it was wild because you just, you think you know what goes on behind the social media front of a small business. Yeah. Even as, as my best friend. Yeah, exactly. Like we were talking about your crazy days and stuff. And still, when I first walked into that office, I was like, oh my God, it like just hit me. Just First so of all, clearly. The moment you walked into my office, <laughs> I think a little part of you exploded. I mean, you, I think I had a little, like an aneurysm. Like a little like, conniption. Just yeah. like a. <laughs> that's what a conniption sounds like. <laughs> um, in a, a way that we are very, very, very different. Um, maybe I threw in too, very, too many varies, but in a way that we are different is that I thrive in order. So Well, I do too. Yes. <laughs> However, I was so busy, yeah. I couldn't keep up with it. It made perfect sense. Yeah. After I saw like how things were going, but I, I do remember walking into that office and I mean the the <laughs> organizer part of my brain was like Christmas morning. <laughs> like there's so much to organize. <laughs> and I would be in the office like sweating. <laughs> In my, like, Capri <laughs> leggings. I'm like, yes, let's organize this office. Um, and we got it so well organized. I mean, we got to the point that it was just, like, so so efficient. Yeah. That we would end up, like, kind of <clears throat> hanging out. Like, okay, well, we're done with work for the day. Exactly. Which was always nice. No, you literally came in and you were like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> my bestie is not working in an environment that is stressing her out. Time to clean. <laughs> Down the glee. Um, yep, you did that. And I'm very grateful because you literally, like, changed the way Daisy Natives worked. So. Anytime. We're a good team. We really are. We're just a well-oiled machine together. Yeah. And so. I think that, um, not to steal this from my best man speech that I just gave at my brother's wedding. So if anybody who's <laughs> listening hears this, you're going to, it's going to like come back to your memory. But I think that in a way that I described Nico and Jess, I would also describe us. We fill in each other's missing pieces in a lot yeah. of ways. And I think that that Definitely. really helps with like a business attitude as well. Like oh my not God, just in yeah. our friendship, but when working together, we just yeah. work so well together. Yeah. And... <clears throat> I think that's why I wanted to start this podcast with you because mm-hmm. I was like, no, it's a disservice to the people if if we're not working on something together. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. <laughs> well, it was the first time in a very long time in which we weren't currently doing anything together I know. in that capacity. Yeah. So it is exciting that we found something that we can work on together. Yeah. I love it. That was a great answer. Good job. Thanks. Um, I would say the hardest part for you to be unemployed right now is. Uh, I know you're sweating. Okay. Whatever you're thinking. I would say that i mean every job that you, i think you t- you said this on the podcast every job that mm-hmm. you have filled out for so far mm-hmm. you haven't been thrilled about yeah um i would say yeah every every job that you've filled out for so far you haven't been thrilled about yeah so it's in What am I trying to say? So also, like, when you do hear back, mm-hmm. it's rejection? Yep. Do you feel the same way? Or am I just, like, taking that out of my asshole? No. No. <laughs> I mean, that's de- that's definitely part of it. Okay. It feels um, a little aimless right now. Yes. Where I'm someone who typically... I'm like, go, 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 go. And 
I always have a job and I always... Yeah. Well, also, I don't think you want to be working for anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, you have such big dreams for your self. Yeah. And what you want to be doing personally, and that doesn't involve getting hired by any of these bullshit companies. (laughs) I didn't want that job anyway. (laughs) I say crying into my pillow as I get a rejection email. Like, sorry, great application, but we went with someone else. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it does. It does feel like a lot of rejection, but you're absolutely right. There's a part of me where I'm like, I don't I don't want that. I think. How I'm looking at it right now is um, I I want a steady source of income. And right. that is very, very, very difficult uh, yeah. right now. And I or I should say that's very difficult right now with the things I'm trying to do. Right. So much of it is, is spotty. Yeah. And not having a constant source of income is really difficult because there will be weekends you know, I'm I'm back around everyone that I know and love. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's not true. There's people out in the country and throughout the country that I know and love. But like, I'm back in my home I, state. As I, I said it, I was like, well, wait, that's not accurate. Wait, I thought you were gonna say like, no, there's people I'm around which I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not true, but <laughs> oh man, like, there's people that I'm, I want to spend time with that I haven't been able to spend time with over the last few exactly. years or, or connect with again, and not having a steady source of income has made that really hard because yeah. it'll I'll try to after I receive some source of income I will try to make plans with someone and then it's hard to explain to them like I can't make plans a few weeks from now I don't know what my financial situation will be like then right um so it's a little difficult and we're at the point where we're kind of settled in right now after our move all three of us me you and Harold mm-hmm. and we're trying to make plans and there's fun things that we want to do and um, there's trips that I want to go on. And, and so the financial aspect is absolutely the hardest part. Yeah. Um, and then like the pressure that I put on myself to be like, this should already be resolved. But also I heard my horoscope a while back. And I feel like, <laughs> you know, I really who? believe it when I feel like it's true. Chris Corsini. <laughs> yes. Chris Corsini, who I love. He's the best. He's amazing. Uh, Jill totally got me hooked on him. And, like, I know you love him and Liz loves him. Yeah. And um, my Libra horoscope said <laughs> in at the beginning of June that come July, the seeds I would just, I was planting will have come to fruition. I don't remember if those were his exact words, but that's kind of what. <gasps> okay. So, okay, okay. Um, obviously, that doesn't mean I just, like, sit on my butt and stop hustling. But, um I don't know. It just kind of feels like I can almost taste it, if that makes any sense. Like, I'm... <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> oh, my God. You know. Um, yeah, just like that. That exact same sound. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I would I would say all of that kind of, like, wrapped up. It's yeah. Just, it's hard. Yeah, it's really freaking hard. Yeah. I can imagine. But... You make it work. Thank you. And you are making it work. Yeah. Even though I know it's, like, really stressful right now. Yeah. I also um, will say a really beautiful positive about being unemployed is that I cannot get over how much the people around me have stepped up. And nobody needs to do that, but people are. So, like, uh, right before we did the podcast, we grabbed dinner from Five Guys, and Harold paid for dinner. And we can joke that (laughs) I'm his wife, his other wife, but I'm also not, you know? And so, in moments like that, like, I know Five Guys isn't, like, this crazy expensive dinner, and people might be like, that's nothing, but that's something to me, you know? Or, like... I don't know, the last, when we were at the pool the other day, we grabbed Frosés, and you were like, no, girl, I got it. Like, as someone, now I'm going to start crying. As someone who's unemployed, those things add up. Yeah. And it's hard to be constantly thinking about money all the time. And I know that that's so many people's lives, and we're all struggling, especially when it comes to financially for everybody. But... Like, you guys do that, and Liz does that, and Nico and Jess, like, so many people that are in my inner circle have been saying for so long now, don't worry, girl, I got it. And that is, like, something that I don't feel like I get to 
say thank you enough for because it's like in the moment it's like yeah thank you thank you thank you but then when I look back on it and I'm like oh wow so many of the things you've been able to do and experience in the last few months is because the people that love you got you and that's amazing and if I hadn't been in this situation I mean I feel like I know how much you guys love me like it wouldn't it's not surprising but it's just definitely something to comment on where it's like I can create a very long list of all the reasons why being unemployed sucks. Mm -hmm. But if I'm going to like seek the magic (laughs) in Mm it, I'm going to say that a huge part of that is how the people that love me have just stepped up in huge ways and in $8 froze ways, (laughs) like you know, (laughs) to make sure that I'm not missing out on anything just because right now I can't financially do it. Everyone's like, no, if we, we'd rather take care of it than not have you be there. Yes. And that is just like, oh, exactly. That just like makes my heart like melt into a puddle. So give me your hand. I love you so much. I love you. <laughs> That's exactly right. Like, we would rather you be there more than anything. Yeah. You know? Beautiful. I feel very, very, very loved. You are very loved. And I hope you know that. Thank you. Okay. I feel it. <sighs> oh, well. the first real cry on the Magic Seekers. Wow. <laughs> Yep. Wow. I know. It always happens when I talk about the people I love. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> oh, man. That was a good one. That was a good one. You think you're up for another one? Yes. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Just gonna... Shake, shake, shake. Harold told us before we recorded our first episode that that would be a really cool sound for you guys. <laughs> and... I hope it's cool. <laughs> do you guys dig that or not? <laughs> So, <laughs> it's kind of fun. Is that cool or no? I like it. <laughs> I hope you guys do too. <laughs> okay. Oh, damn. This is that game I haven't learned how to say. The high game. H-Y-G-G-E. I'm going to look it up. Which, every time I spell it out, I think of Iggy Azalea when she was like, ah, G-G-Y. Ah, G-G-Y. I almost looked up Iggy Azalea. Oh, man. Okay. Hooga. Hooga. <laughs> oh, man. Hooga. <laughs> oh, I can't stop laughing. Okay, Hooga. Hooga. I'm going to have to write that down phonetically so that way I can. Okay. It's Hooga, not Hooga. 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 That's so fun. Hooga. Okay. I'm going to try it. So the Hugo game. <laughs> that sounds so interesting to say it like that. <laughs> okay, dokus. All right. So the question. Oh, I wonder if you, you know, I think you're like flawless and perfect. I wonder if you have an answer to this. I'm very excited to hear what it will be. Oh, God. For what episode in your childhood do you probably owe your parents an apology? Oh, God. I know. Let me repeat it one more time. For what episode in your childhood do you probably owe your parents an apology? Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, go. Um, so I was like a pretty good teenager. Mm-hmm. Like, like I didn't give my, my parents any shit. Yeah. Like, I was really good. I didn't party. I didn't sneak out. <laughs> I wasn't doing drugs or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I would like, I feel like I would like cancel plans to like go to the mall with my mom <laughs> because I don't, I was just happy. Yeah. I was just a happy teenager. But I think in my, well, I guess like late teens, early 20s. Mm-hmm. Is when I got a little angry. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because I think it's I think because I was so close to like being on my own, mm. but not being that yet. Yeah. And also, like, um, family dynamic was kind of weird and i'm sure that my mom will now you know tell my stepdad john to listen to this episode (laughs) once i start talking about him Mm -hmm. but 
we didn't always get along. Yeah. And I think that was really hard on both of them. Yeah. Um, and we, we butted heads. Mm-hmm. And now I know that it was because we were just, like, learning. Yeah. He was learning about my family still i was learning about him still and me growing up and realizing that yeah kind of we kind of bumped heads a little bit and it made for sometimes toxic days in our house Mm. um so i do owe both of them an apology for that Mm -hmm. because that could not have been easy i know there were a couple a handful of explosive nights that we would have yeah but i am very grateful for our relationship now even though we can sometimes bump heads still yeah i think it does help that we are both (coughs) adults and are able to you know not hold grudges and yeah. Move absolutely. on and grow and, you know, sometimes not agree, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that I hate your guts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. That actually makes a lot of sense. Because um, I know we've talked about that a little bit before, but mm-hmm. the way you just worded it was really, really well done because... Yeah, you know, both of you were trying to figure yourselves out. Like, here he was coming into your family and figuring out his place and all of that. But you were getting older and trying to figure out your own place in the world and who you were. And that it makes perfect sense how two people could go, this is going to work. Like, you're going to be you and I'm going to be me. And is this going to really work all under the same household? Right. But I love that you guys have gotten to where you are now yeah it's really great yeah we a couple weeks ago when i went to the beach john was there and it was really good and it was super fun yeah and yeah families are so weird divorced families are so weird Mm -hmm. and i'm sure we'll dive more into it in a later episode but Yeah. yeah it's also um like I would assume really difficult because this person is someone that you haven't known your whole life. Yeah. Like the last person who was living in your house. Right. I think I think that's taken for granted a little bit mm. with with kids of divorced families. Yeah. You know? Like I think we made it so normal for you know, like and it is normal. I'm not saying that it's not normal. Mm-hmm. But it, that is such a big change yeah. in a kid's life. And, like, I I know I acted up. Mm. And I'm sorry about that. But also, that was a big moment. That was, like, yeah. it's weird. It's uncomfortable. It's sad at yeah. times you know so, so many emotions to work through yeah while also being like hey here's this hey stepdad yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's a part of your life now and yeah. we consider him family he's family yeah you know yeah yeah but it's all good now it really is and yeah. i i'm very grateful for that and sorry I was a bitch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you feel like because you guys went through that, you can now appreciate more where you're at now? Yeah. I you think know? I think it's honestly like a ongoing joke about like how much we just butt heads. <laughs> yeah. Um, now you can just address it and comment on it instead of like forcing it to be otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love that. Thanks. And that also takes a lot of growth on both of you. Yeah, totally. You know, where it's like if either one of you wasn't willing to budge, 
Yes. Then nothing would have ever changed. Totally. And instead, you were both like, okay, yeah. we're going to work on this and we're going to try to change things. We got to do it. I love it. Yeah. Because you guys are family. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Um, How about great. you? Thanks. Um, <clears throat> I was a brat. And um, <laughs> I owe my parents Full on. lots of apologies. <laughs> and I know that they will be listening to this episode as well. <laughs> Super supportive. And they will be like, no, you know the when someone says no but they're nodding yes, like that would be that'll be Rosie and Jose right now. They'll be like, no, she wasn't, but yeah. they're nodding. Um, <laughs> very similarly to you, I wasn't a wild child, so mm-hmm. like I didn't. I I mean I I always came home early for curfew. <laughs> um, so if they were like ten o'clock, I'm like nine forty five in the door. <laughs> um, You're welcome. Exactly. I'm just the best daughter. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I never did any of that. I I remember one time when I was older, I mean like 17 maybe. Yeah. I went to a party and I genuinely, this is another thing my father will be hearing and he'll be nodding his head no cuz he'll <laughs> disagree with me till the day I die. Uh I genuinely had a beer like spilled on me. I did not <laughs> drink the beer. And he picked us up, picked me and my friend up from the party. And then commented on it later on. It was like, you smell like beer. And I was like, it spilled on me. <laughs> like, it's like, that's how much of like a square I was. <laughs> where It's like, I didn't do anything like that. No drugs, oh nothing. I definitely drank as I started to get older. But uh, none of that stuff. I never skipped school. I never, yeah, none of that. Yeah. But I um, <laughs> have always been very stubborn, which we've discussed. <laughs> uh, incredibly opinionated. And something I'm working on now and have been working on for a while is the assumption that I'm always right. And the problem is that my father is the exact same way. <laughs> and so it, we butted heads a lot. Like I remember, uh, I just know that they're going to be listening. <laughs> so I can't I help but think about like what they're thinking as I'm speaking. It's really <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah. The whole time I was telling my story i was like (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't hate you guys exactly i love you we love you thanks for listening but also we're gonna be honest we gotta be honest (laughs) like um so my mother grew up hearing this saying and then they brought my brother up with the same saying which was if this if your father says the sky is black the sky is black and my rebuttal to that was always the sky is blue and that is the perf like that's pretty much all you need to know about me growing up in that household, especially with my dad. Um, you know, different generation, uh, different ways of bringing up children than that than that's done now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very much like that's your father, what he says goes. Right. And um, that's it. There's no discussion. Yeah. And you know better than most people. I want to talk about everything. Yeah. And I always have a lot of feelings. And that doesn't always translate well, especially when you're younger and the older people around you are like, we have real problems. What you're crying about isn't important. Um, yeah. And that was really hard. And it created a child, I would say, like preteen to early teen years that was just filled with so many emotions. Um, and rebelled in the only way that I felt comfortable, which was mouthy. Mm. So it was like, I I didn't, sure, I never stayed out late and I never skipped school and I never did anything like that, but I would like mumble underneath my breath and (laughs) I would roll my eyes or stuff like that um, or answer back. And those are things that to this day, just admitting that I behave like that, like makes me very uncomfortable Yeah, because... Now, looking back on it, I think there's blame and fault on both sides. Yeah. Like, I would have... And I say all of this because my parents and I have, at this point, talked about so many of these things. Like, I feel right. very comfortable saying this. Um, I, I I wish we would have all of us just approached it differently. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that we can do about it now, but I completely understand how one plus two equals three in that situation, where, right. you know, parents who are tired and who don't have a manual and don't know what to do with a pre-teen daughter who has a shit ton of emotions and wants to just scream and cry all the time. Um, I can understand how that, like, I, I totally get how that storm was made. Yeah. And I think that 
when I when I look back on it now with my adult eyes, I just feel so bad for what I put them through. Right. Where I was like, God, I couldn't have been just a little bit less bratty. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't have, um, you know, I don't know, just like not stormed off the way that I did in certain conversations because I think ultimately... I ended up creating a really negative environment for my family. Mm. And I know it's not fair to take all of the blame, but at the same time, my mouth, what I always heard was like, your mouth is getting you in trouble. Mm. You know, like you don't know how to bite your tongue. And that's what's causing this problem. And um, yeah. So I think that like if I could look back and apologize for anything, it would probably be that. It would probably be just that there was a lot of situations and problems that we ended up having as a family Mm. because I didn't know and didn't have the tools to work through my own emotions. And so therefore I like bled out on everything else. And for a preteen where everything feels like the end of the world and then like very rational, realistic, grown ass adults that are like, it ain't the end of the world. It's your favorite show that got canceled. Like it's not the end of the world, Christine. And I'm like, you don't understand. We won't have enough time for these two to get together. Like it was like, you know, like, I mean, I was dramatic, (laughs) like to a fault. Um, Still can be at times. But yeah, I think that if I looked back, that would probably be the biggest thing for sure. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry. You got another one? I just, another thing popped up into my head. Okay. Um, another thing that I actually don't know if I've ever fully, if I've ever apologized to them for this. And maybe I'll, after this, go home and talk to them about it. Um, and this is part of a different conversation for us to have another day. But if anybody looked at our fun friend facts that we posted on Instagram the other day. Exactly. One of the things that we posted was that both Sarah and I dropped out of our second year of college separately. We're Mm -hmm. six years apart in age, so like totally different times. Mm -hmm. But we both happened to drop out of our second year of college to become teachers or while we were going to school to become teachers and decided to go to culinary school. Mm -hmm. And it actually was the same culinary school. It was. Again, six years apart. So wild. But um, soulmates. I seriously, I did that without talking to my parents about it. I did it completely behind their back and I went and I did that. And that's not what I want to apologize for. I'm actually really proud that I did that. Um, I feel like what I need to apologize for is my both of my parents are people who, if given the chance and given the opportunity, would have gone to college. Mm-hmm. And they were never given the chance or the opportunity. And so they worked their asses off to be able to give my brother and I that opportunity. And instead of coming to them and expressing how unhappy I was going to college and where I wanted my life to go, I made this decision without them. But in doing so, I took this dream that they had had for themselves and they couldn't accomplish and basically said it meant nothing. Because when I did that, um, yeah, it, it it was never the right path for me. But it was a path that they had dreamed of for themselves and had never been able to achieve. So they, with the mindset that a lot of parents have, which is, I'm going to give my kids more than I could have ever possibly dreamed of because I love them so much. Mm -hmm. They gave me that opportunity and I threw it away. Mm -hmm. And in a way, threw it back in their faces because I was like, I don't want that. Which we've never talked about, but I could imagine now looking at it must have felt like, what do you mean this thing that I dreamed of for myself and could never have was something that you wouldn't even possibly want? Yeah. Um, so I, I wish if I was going to apologize for something else, <laughs> I would <laughs> apologize for that as well. Of maybe yeah. not being sensitive enough to rejecting the opportunity that they worked really, really, really hard to give me. Yeah. And instead I was just like, bah, Rutgers, bah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want this. And it's hard because both things can be true. I know I say that all the time, but it's like, I'm really, really, really proud of myself that I made that decision, that I didn't talk to anybody else about it, and I just went for it. And it was one of the best decisions I ever made. It it completely changed my life and put me on a course that I could have never possibly dreamed of. Um, But on the flip side, what can also be true is 
you know, I was incredibly insensitive to my parents in that moment. Yeah. For sure. I think at that age, you don't think about that. Yeah, you really don't. Like, you're so wrapped up in your future that you need to make at 18, which I still don't. It's wild. We talked about that the other day. We can have a whole conversation about that. Yeah. Um, but that, that would not have even crossed my mind. Yeah. You know, like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, within my family, um, I'm the oldest of the kids. Mm -hmm. So I'm the, I'm, I'm the first born out of our generation. Um, there's 15 of us, so there's quite a bit. Um, and... I would have been the first one to graduate college in that generation. And there aren't many who went to school in the generation above me. And so I think that there was um, this sense of pride that went through not just my parents, but through the rest of the family as well, which is like, this is our one. This is our first one. Like, yeah. It like raising me was like a joint effort between everybody because I was the first kid. Mm-hmm. And so therefore it was like, you know, everyone being like, oh, I didn't get to go to college, but Christine's going to go. Like Christine's going to go. She's going to graduate. She's going to make something of herself. Like she's going to be the first person like to walk across that, you know, graduation stage, whatever the hell it's called. I didn't do it. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know? Um, and and instead, yeah, I definitely just turned around and did my own thing. Um, That's also a lot of pressure to put on you. Yeah. I, yeah, I think but, that there's a lot that gets all wrapped up in that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like oddly specific. I don't think I need to apologize for the fact that I made that choice for what was best for me. Right. But I can still be apologetic for not being as sensitive to the other person. Definitely. You know, and in this case, it's my parents. I lately have been um, really trying to educate myself on feelings, on apologies, on just like overall... I was having this conversation with Nico as I was driving here. Mm -hmm. Just like overall communication with people, Mm -hmm. like trying to listen, but just trying to be better in a lot of different ways yeah and um i'm learning that it doesn't have to be all or nothing you know so i i can easily i can sit here and say that was the best decision for me i don't regret it i'm really proud of myself that i did it but also thinking of the other person's perspective and what they went through in that moment it must have been really hard for them to hear hey the dream that you wanted for yourself that's not enough for me I'm going to go do something else. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't think that, and my parents and I, you know, we've had so many talks over the years, Yeah, you know, where I'm like, can we talk about this? Can we talk about this? And can we address these things? Can we find better ways to communicate with each other and all this stuff? Because I love them so much. I don't want our relationship to ever get to a, po- to a point where it's not healthy mm-hmm. um, because it wasn't healthy for a lot of my teen years. And I don't, I don't want to be that person anymore and I don't want to have that relationship with them. So I feel like we actively work on trying to have those conversations, but I don't think that this is a conversation we've ever had. So mm-hmm. mom and dad, you're listening. Hopefully by the time you're listening to this, we've already talked about this. <laughs> um, and I didn't chicken out and just not bring it up. Um but yeah, I would I would definitely say those are two things that I'd want to apologize for. I'm curious about what their response is going to be. Me too. I sometimes think I know exactly how they're going to respond and then other times they have no response. Where they're like, yeah. hmm, that's not even a thing. And yeah. I'm like, really? That didn't bother you? And they're yeah. like, well, the more you talk about it, it <laughs> might start to bother me. Which it might be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I should stop now. Stop holding my head. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, but trying to think of things from their perspective. Yeah. Um, it, it might have been insensitive. And mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't even really think about that. Or I'm sorry, I had thought about it, but I haven't really ever addressed it with them. Yeah. But here we are putting it all out on the table. Again, all our shit on, is on the table. I know. I'm so grateful you guys are listening. 
and that people can oh relate. Oh my god, same. So that way we know we're not the only ones. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I saw we got like five reviews <gasps> or six reviews on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. I know. So thank you guys oh. so much. Oh, it just made me so excited. Yeah, that that like blew my mind. That's awesome. Yeah. We really, really, really appreciate it. All that yeah. love, like, just literally <laughs> makes us like smile so hard. Yesterday, I'm gonna tell them. Yeah. Um, yesterday, so we both have access to the Instagram account. And so sometimes I'll get notifications on my phone. And yesterday, someone that I didn't know, um, like tagged us in their stories. Did you? Is it someone that you ended up knowing? I couldn't Tiffany, remember. Tiffany. Yeah. Oh, okay. I went so, to high school with her. Awesome. Hey, Hi, Tiffany. Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this notification that this person that I didn't know, like, um, shared our podcast to her story. Yeah. And as soon as I saw that, I called Sarah <laughs> and was like, Oh my god! Like, it's not my brother. It's not Liz. It's yeah. not like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, it's someone I don't know. Like. Just talking about how cool we are, and it's that's awesome. Really freaking cool. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. Yeah, we love all of the love, and really, really appreciate it. Yeah, I think we'll end it there. Yeah, that feels pretty good. It feels good. Yeah. Those questions are good, and we'll put the questions like in the show notes, so you guys yeah. can talk about them or think about them or answer them in our comments if you want. Yeah, totally. Like, we would love to have that conversation with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Or like we said the last time, like write the question in your journal and figure out your own answer as you go. Like I love that idea. It would be so such good like meditative process. Just yeah. like have a little conversation with yourself and answer these questions. For sure. Yeah. And then you can email us if you want us to add any questions to the mason jar. Yeah. Um and our email is the magic seeker society at gmail.com you can follow us on instagram at the magic seeker society i've been trying to post a lot on there you really have (gasps) i know every time i get the notification that something's up i'm like oh my god i like can't get into my phone fast (laughs) um so thank you guys so much we really appreciate you being here you're amazing. And we hope you find the magic in all of these hard conversations. Yeah. And if you happen to have a bleh day, bleh day? Bleh. bleh. I'm going to look up you that word. You say it so much better than I do. It's like a <laughs> bleh. bleh. <laughs> if you have one of those days, please know you are not the only one. We have not them too. It's hard to sometimes get through them, but maybe tomorrow will be better. It will be. Yeah. Tomorrow's a new day. It really is. Okay. I instantly just started singing Hillary Duff's, like, let the rain fall, fall down. down. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm Metamorphosis is one of the best <laughs> albums ever, but that's a conversation for a whole other episode. Hey, okay, Alexa, guys. <laughs> play Metamorphosis. <laughs> By Hillary Duff. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. <laughs> we love you, and we'll be back next week with whoop, whoop. another episode. Can't wait. Okay, bye. Bye.